Hello and welcome to Blowing This Joint, the chronic illness podcast for and by the chronic illness community. My name is Kerry White from the Chronic Homestead. Thank you for joining me. Hello and welcome to Blowing This Joint. I'm your host, Kerry Wire of The Chronic Homestead. Thank you for joining me on my brand new podcast. So some of you may be coming to this podcast from my past life as a cake artist and decorator and teacher uh, as Viva La Buttercream. While that's still very much me because I was Viva La Buttercream, uh, I wanted to move into a new path, one that would help me get my thoughts out there in the world but also hopefully help others like me feel more seen feel more heard and maybe even learn something new or find ways that they can support each other um, or even hear about the chronic illness for the first time Uh, this podcast is intended as a informational sort of entertainment um, occasional whinge session Um, it should never ever replace genuine medical advice now you would probably hear myself and any guests I have on this podcast mention quite frequently that uh, medical uh, gaslighting and even just not being believed is very very common Um, that being said please always seek correct and accurate medical attention second um second opinions if need be please don't take the word of anyone on the internet or a podcast as as the thing that suits you it may only be applicable for myself or people like me it may also only be applicable here in australia depending on where you're listening from so please always seek out genuine helpful medical advice when you think you may have any kind of health condition Um, or even if you want more information on what we're talking about here. At this point, I would like to issue a kind of blanket trigger warning. Uh, While this podcast itself will probably be pretty pretty safe because it's more of a how are you, get to know you kind of thing, this podcast will be discussing things like chronic illness, disability, um, chronic pain, um, injuries, possibly surgeries and things like that. That may be distressing to some people, um, it may also be distressing to hear your your situation sort of <laughs> echoing back at you. So I, I will try my best to um, include trigger warnings before every episode where things like that may be discussed. But as this is generally a chronic illness podcast, it's safe to assume that those sorts of things will be discussed. So I just want to give you that heads up. Also, too, um, I do have a sense of humor, as you may have gathered from the name of this podcast, <laughs> If you were joining us because you assumed that by blowing this joint I was referring to a uh, a herbal supplement, shall we say, I'm, I'm hoping you're not too disappointed and maybe if you stick around you may actually find something interesting, so bear with me. So what I'm actually doing, I'm going to have many, many facets of this podcast. It will chronicle all of the things that are interesting to me, so my journey with chronic illness and disability, um, as well as how that factors into how I live my life. I'm a aspiring homesteader. I, I live in the suburbs of Sydney, which is in New South Wales, Australia. Um, I'm here with my husband and our two children, both of whom um, have special needs themselves. 
Um, so there's lots and lots of things that I do from day to day. I homeschool our youngest son. I'm also, you know, growing quite a comprehensive veggie garden now, and I'm quite obsessed with all things growing. So all of those things will filter into the podcast and they will probably be looking at mainly through the lens of someone dealing with a chronic illness or a disability. So if you think those sorts of things are beyond you um, or if you are doing them yourself and also have a chronic illness, uh, I very much hope that something can give you some help or even if you give me some help and feedback, I'll hear how you're doing things. That would be fantastic. So what I'm actually hoping to follow here, I'm hoping to actually launch this when you're hearing it. It should be on the 1st of May 2023. Each year, the Ehlers Danlos Society puts out a sort of prompt list for each day of May, which is Ehlers Danlos Awareness Month. Um, I'm hoping to try and keep up with the schedule of making a podcast every day of May. Um, which is ambitious <laughs> for someone who's quite often not well. Um, but I'm hoping to be able to follow each day's prompt and kind of as, as a spur board for this um, podcast. So bear with me. Some days I may not be able to post it. Um, I would certainly do my best. My ongoing posting schedule, I'm intending to have a podcast about once a week. Um, as I've mentioned, I am chronically ill and disabled myself, so, and I do have children and still have to run <laughs> home and, um, lots of, lots and lots of things that, uh, we all have to deal with running our homes and growing food and things like that. So it can all get a bit much. Some weeks are worse than others. Some I can leap tall buildings in a single bound and other times I find it hard to stand. So we will see how that, that goes. So the prompt for today is you and your part of the world. So I have touched on that briefly. I live in southwestern Sydney. Uh, Sydney is obviously the capital of uh, of New South Wales. I nearly said Australia. I nearly fell in the trap. It's not. Canberra is the capital. We learned that one in year five and I still nearly did it. Uh, so <laughs> this is my first podcast as well. I'm used to a lot more face-to-face -face feedback. So it is kind of weird to sit here and talk to yourself, but I'm going to do my very best. So I live in Sydney in New South Wales. Uh, we're on a suburban block here. We have, I think it's, we worked it out the other day, it was 550 something square metres. So, you know, we're very blessed to have a backyard. Not a, not a lot of people do, especially um, in major cities. But we're certainly not on an acreage or anything like that. So what homesteading looks like to us is going to be different to what homesteading looks like to people that have acreages. Um we are certainly not working with that level of land, but we have still managed to get a significant harvest out of our small suburban plot. Uh, we are just coming up to our first anniversary of actually planting our very first vegetable garden. So, so much has happened in one year, uh, which is very, very exciting. It was very hard work. Uh, I had to rely heavily on my husband for a lot of the grunt work, as it were. Um, I was not able to lift rocks and bricks and things like that to get our garden started, but I am the sort of the chief steward of who gets planted and where, um, also harvesting and preserving. So I do a lot of the gardening work, but I, I definitely relied heavily on my husband for the landscaping side of it. So that's where I am in my part of the world. Um, I think I'll probably get started by, I don't know if it's in the prompt. I'm just looking at the list. I will get started by letting you know my situation. Um, I'm 41. I Yeah, 41 at the moment. I had to do the math on that. That's troubling. No, I'm 42. 
oh gosh see that's what happens you, th- you don't you don't think about your age and that's what happens um I'm certainly not ashamed of my age um I've had many run-ins with health there have been many occasions in my life where the thought of getting to 42 was was a fantasy so I'm incredibly grateful to be growing old so I'll put that out there straight away um, I have been diagnosed with hypermobile spectrum disorder, sorry, hypermobility spectrum disorder, also known as HSD. I missed the criteria for hypermobile Ehlers-Danlos syndrome by one criteria, which I imagine quite a few of you out there are probably yelling at your podcast right now. It's a very relatable rage <laughs> to have. Um, so I experience um, widespread musculoskeletal pains. I have um, frequent subluxations. I've had a few dislocations. Um, thankfully, none that have required like serious medical treatment, more of a you know, breathe deeply and crack it back in kind of thing. Um, I have what I believe is mast cell activation syndrome. It is extremely hard to get diagnosed with here in Australia. It's not very well known. Um I'm a chronic severe asthmatic. I have eucateria, which is, um, sorry, urticaria, which is um, hives. I get dermatographia. I have um, allergy reactions to many, many foods, uh, as well as different chemicals, uh, uh, insect stings. Uh, That's the ones that I know about. Uh, So I certainly meet a lot of the criteria that we understand mast cell activation syndrome to to cover, uh, but it is very hard to get diagnosed here in Australia. I am hoping to be able to get a biopsy soon um, and hopefully be able to actually confirm that pathologically. That would be really good. Um, I also have some sort of either dysautonomia or some sort of vagus nerve interruption via something like uh, cervical cranial instability. I get chronic migraines and headaches. Um, I also have blood pressure issues, heart rate issues, um, all of the all of the usual. <laughs> so I have what we kind of casually refer to as the EDS triangle, where I have uh, hypermobility, uh, mast cell, and some form of dysautonomia, which for people with EDS is most commonly POTS. Um, I should also probably mention if you're listening to this and you don't know what Ehlers-Danlos syndrome is, I should probably start there. I'm going to start from the back and go forward. So it's all over the place. I do apologize. I'll get my nonsense together. I'm coming off just over a week of, of daily headaches and my cognitive function is still a little bit iffy, (laughs) which is a very technical term. So Ehlers-Danlos syndrome is, well, rather syndromes really, is a series of connective tissue disorders Uh, most of them are able to be assessed by testing your genetics. You can actually have a genetic test and your genetics will actually have some variant that you can actually point to. The far, by far the most common form of Ehlers-Danlos syndrome is hypermobile Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, which at present, um, as we go to air is, does not have a genetic marker, but apparently, um, through Dr. Courtney Gassema, through, the Norris Lab has apparently found a candidate gene. So we've got all of our extremely bendy fingers crossed because um, it is very nice to have a yes-no answer. Doctors very much enjoy yes-no answers. They don't, they don't really like uh, kind of going out on a limb and making a clinical assessment. So that would be fantastic. 
Uh, Ehlers-Danlos syndromes, while each of the syndromes have sort of different facets and um, sort of have different uh, conditions or uh, problems associated with them, overwhelmingly the markers are to have uh, hypermobile or super lax joints, meaning that they not just bendy, but you your joint itself actually moves past where it naturally should. Um, my my body overwhelmingly is 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 hypermobile. I'm I have hypermobility in almost every joint. Um, I have a seven out of nine on the Baton scale, which if you're oh, sorry Baton scale. Um, I was recently corrected on that one and I haven't quite managed to form it into my head correctly. Uh, the Byton scale is a test for, it's the criteria one for testing for hypermobile Ehlers-Danlos syndromes. And that's where they test whether or not your thumbs are hypermobile, your knees, your elbows, things like that. Um, I only miss on my elbows. Um, surprisingly, even though I have had problems with my elbows, they are not hypermobile, which is, um, that's one, <laughs> that's one joint that, that sits where it should. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's, that's kind of the basis of every single Ehlers-Danlos syndrome is hypermobile joints. Um, also widespread musculoskeletal pain is pretty common. Um, things like, you know, arthritis pain, muscular pain, joint and tendon pain. Uh, a lot of people don't actually realize just how many things connective tissue is in. Connective tissue isn't just your tendons and ligaments. It is also your skin, your organs. It's in your teeth. Um, it's not uncommon for people with Ehlers-Danlos syndromes to have problems with their teeth, um, whether it's receding gum lines or problems with their enamel. Um, also, too, if you've been to the dentist and the numbing doesn't work, <laughs> you may have Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. Um, I have, unfortunately, like many people like myself, I have felt the majority of the dental work that I have had done in my lifetime, um, including extractions and fillings. Um, dentists, when I was younger, were very quick to believe that I had general dentist hysteria <laughs> rather than an actual lack of numbing. So I've had teeth actually pulled without numbing, which is not something I recommend. Um, it's extremely painful. Uh, it's, it's very nice to not feel pain. Uh, it's been a while since I haven't felt any pain, but I, I highly recommend not having teeth pulled out without numbing. There are actually ways around that. Just, um, I'm not, I don't want to go too narrow on this, this, uh, opening podcast, I want to kind of broadly speak, but as podcasts come up, we will be talking in more detail about individual things. We'll focus on just dentistry. We'll focus on, you know, appropriate braces. Uh, we'll f focus on, um, um, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head, which is a bit sketchy, to be fair. Um, I'm looking at some of the prompts that we have got coming up. There's some really good ones, some that I'm not 100% sure what the prompt is actually supposed to ask for. So I might wing it on some of those. Um, so anyway, I really, really hope that you can join me for this podcast. Um, it will be more put together than this one. This is my, my, my pioneer podcast and I'm, it's rough. It's definitely rough, but it's one of those things that if I don't get started, I won't start. If I constantly put it off trying to get it perfect, it will never happen. I've been talking about making this podcast for about two years uh, actually probably longer because it was before COVID, gosh. So we're in 2023, for those of you listening from the future, 
Um, a worldwide pandemic sort of kicked off here in Australia, especially in early 2020. So we've had about three years of sort of disordered, <laughs> disordered business and and learning and things like that. So I have actually been talking about doing this podcast since before that. So uh, it's been a long time coming. So I do apologize that this is probably a little bit all over the place, but so is my head at the moment. But that's also one of the one of the calling cards of something like a chronic illness and a disability, your best is what you have to offer that day. Whatever you give, that is your best. And my best is a little a little disordered today, but I'm still here and I'm still trying. We actually had um, our eldest son's birthday party today. Uh, he's turned 13. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe he's 13. I mean, he's 5'8", so, you know, it's certainly to look at him, I can believe he's 13. Um, but it seems like just yesterday he was a three-year-old running and screaming through the house. Now he's a 13-year-old running and screaming through the house. So how the time flies. But anyway, I hope you can join me for this podcast. Um, we will have some fun. We will hopefully learn some things. And if nothing else, you might hear something and go, I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) Which is what I tend to do every time I either listen to a podcast or watch a video from someone that has EDS or a chronic illness. Uh, There are so many things that we have gotten used to just accepting or telling ourselves that they're nothing because we've probably been told that many times by people in authority or doctors or even family members that we've started to believe that there aren't things wrong. Now, I certainly don't want to talk anyone into thinking that they have something that they need to seek medical attention for. My purpose here is to give a voice uh, to people that cannot or will not speak for themselves. There are a lot of people in the disability and chronic illness um, community that are just exhausted. And like, I get that vibe. I I feel like that some days. Um, I actually had a bad day the other day myself where I just couldn't, couldn't stop feeling upset. (laughs) It didn't matter what it was, just too much pain and too tired and everything was making me upset. And that's not uncommon in our community to feel just so gosh darn sad <laughs> about um, just all of the things that come our way, the the battle to get validation for our symptoms, the battle to get effective treatments, the battle to get any form of financial assistance. Um, it's certainly not the way to go if you want to just kick back and relax. No one actually wants to be disabled uh, some people even have a problem calling themselves disabled. Um, there's still a lot of unfortunate stigma around the word disabled, and there really shouldn't be. Um, people, There are some people that feel that because they have a dynamic disability where it changes from day to day, that they don't get to call themselves disabled because sometimes they are more abled. So there's a whole cornucopia of things that we can launch into, and I really can't wait, and I'm, I'm hoping you'll come along with me. But for today, I just wanted to sign off and say thank you so much for being here. And if you want to check out more of my blog posts and things, uh, that was just my cat falling off a shelf if you heard a scuffle there. (laughs) Cat fail. Uh, Go ahead and check out my website. It's thechronichomestead.com. I will figure out how to put a link in the whatever it is that follows a podcast. I told you I'm totally new to this. I've listened to a few podcasts but never made one. So we'll learn a little bit together. So go ahead and check that out. Um, As I said, in my former life, I was a cake decorator too. So even if perhaps today you need to make a really delicious cake, (laughs) there's some great recipes on there as well. So thank you so much for being here and I will see you guys tomorrow.